When We Two Parted by George Gordon, Lord Byron, read by Fiona Ennis. When we two parted in silence and tears, half broken hearted to sever for years, pale grew thy cheek and cold colder thy kiss. Truly that hour foretold sorrow to this. The dew of the morning sunk chill on my brow. It felt like the warning of what I feel now. Thy vows are all broken and light is thy fame. I hear thy name spoken and share in its shame. They name thee before me a knell to mine ear. A shudder comes o'er me. Why wert thou so dear? They know not I knew thee who knew thee too well. Long, long shall I rue thee too deeply to tell. In secret we met. In silence I grieve that thy heart could forget, thy spirit deceive. If I should meet thee after long years, how should I greet thee with silence and tears? My name is Michael Power and the poem I'm reading is 2LL and it was written by Oscar Wilde, a love poem to the actress Lily Langtree. Could we dig up this long buried treasure where it were the pleasure we never could learn love's song, we are parted too long. Could the passionate past that is fled call back its dead? Could we live it all over again, were it worth the pain? I remember we used to meet by an ivied seat, and you warbled each pretty word with the air of a bird. And your voice had a quaver in it, just like a linnet, and shook as the blackbird's throat with each last big note. And your eyes, they were green and grey like an April day, but lit into amethyst when I stooped and kissed. And your mouth, it would never smile for a long, long while. Then it rippled all over with laughter five minutes after. You were always afraid of a shower, just like a flower. I remember you started and ran when the rain began. I remember I could never catch you, for no one could match you. You had wonderful, luminous, fleet little wings to your feet. I remember your hair. Did I tie it? For it always ran riot, like a tangled sunbeam of gold. These things are old. I remember so well the room and the lilac bloom that beat at the dripping pane in the warm June rain. And the colour of your gown, it was amber-brown and two yellow satin bows from your shoulders rose. And the handkerchief of French lace which you held to your face had a small tear left a stain. Or was it the rain? On your hand as it waved the dew there were veins of blue. In your voice as it said goodbye was a petulant cry. You have only wasted your life. Ah! That was the knife. When I rushed to the garden gate, it was all too late. Could we live it all over again, were it worth the pain? Could the passionate past that is fled call back its dead? Well, if my heart must break, dear love, for your sake, it will break in music, I know. Poets' hearts break so. But strange that I was not told that the brain can hold in a tiny ivory cell, God's heaven and hell. The Jabberwocky by Lewis Carroll, read by George Morgan Busher. Twas Briddig and the slithy toves did jar and jimble in the wabe, 
or Mimsy were the Borogroves, and the Momras outgrabe. Beware the Jabberwock, my son, the jaws that bite, the claws that catch. Beware the Jubjub bird, and shun the frumious bandersnatch. He took his vorpal sword in hand, long time the mangsome foe he sought. So rested he by the tum-tum tree, and stood a while in thought. And as in uffish thought he stood, the Jabberwock, with eyes of flame, came whiffling through the tulgy wood, and burbled as it came. One, two, one, two, and through and through, the vorpal blade went snicker-snack. He left it dead, and with its head he went galumphing back. And hast thou slain the Jabberwock? Come to my arms, my beamish boy. O frabjous day, kalu kalay, he chortled in his joy. Twas brillig and the slithy toes did jar and jimble in the wave. Or mimsy were the borogroves, and the momras outgrabe. The Moment by Margaret Atwood, read by Margaret O'Brien. The moment when, after many years of hard work and a long voyage, you stand in the centre of your room, house, half acre, square mile, island, country, knowing at last how you got there and say, I own this. It's the same moment. The trees unloose their soft arms from around you. The birds take back their language. The cliffs fissure and collapse. The air moves back from you like a wave and you can't breathe. No, they whisper. You own nothing. You were a visitor time after time, climbing the hill, planting the flag, proclaiming. We never belonged to you. You never found us. It was always the other way around. This poem is called No, written and read by Mary McCarthy. I don't want to go to the golf club, even if just for a drink. I don't want to stroll around the garden. It's bigger than people might think. I don't want to drive to the seaside. I prefer to go on my own. I don't want to go mountaineering. I might fall or be chilled to the bone. No, I'm not much good at swimming. I was born too far inland. I don't want to go to the hunt ball. I couldn't let on to be grand. No, I don't really go to the movies. I stay home and watch DVDs. In fact, I won't go with you anywhere, even if you get down on your knees. <laughs> 